thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're with us today for Jesus the Healer. And I tell you, aren't you thankful for the Word? Yes. If, if it weren't for the Word, we would not even know how to think straight. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We wouldn't even know how to talk right. Yes. And we're still learning, aren't we? We're still learning. And so I'm so thankful for the Word. I'm thankful that you're hungry and that you're joining us because you're hungry for the Word to grow in what God has. We're hungry here for what God has for us. And I tell you what, the Word of God is the only thing that fully satisfies, fully satisfies. Um, Have you ever walked out of a restaurant and you go, hmm, that didn't quite hit the mark? You never walk away from the feeding of the word and that not quite hit the mark. The word is so, ah, it's so good. it, It is true. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. We've been taking the last several episodes and we're talking about growing up spiritually. When we got born again, we were spiritual babies. We just like physical growth. It's parallel to physical growth. We're not grown. We're not born full grown adults. We're born as babies and we grow up. Same thing spiritually. We have to grow up and uh, we have to be interested in growing up. We have to be interested in not staying in the same place spiritually that we've been. We're always to be reaching for more. Amen. And our spiritual development is, it's up to us in the sense of we have to be interested. We have to be interested to grow. Uh, but God has given us the means whereby we can grow as we feed on the word and become a doer of that word. That word has to find its place in our everyday life. Now that's key that we make the word our standard of living, that we run everything we do in life through the word. What's the word say about this? Amen. We've looked at in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, the Amplified Classic Translation. Peter wrote and says, like newborn babes, you should crave thirst for earnestly desire the pure unadulterated spiritual milk that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. Notice this, we need to grow. And he said, it's up to us to crave that growth, desire to earnestly desire to grow, to thirst for that. But how many of you know, milk is just the beginning place, the very basics of the word, but we should go on to the meat of the word. And uh, how many of you know, meat has more substance to it than milk, right? And I'm not talking about getting so deep It's not about getting deep, it's getting more substance. And so uh, the word is instructing us grow. Uh To not grow is to not obey the word. 
right. That's right. Yeah. That's and this is why sometimes people run into difficulties is because they're if they're neglecting their spiritual development and spiritual growth, then there are things that they're looking to receive from God, but they're not in the place to receive it. Right. God doesn't withhold it. But as we grow more, we come into a skill with the word. Yes. We come into an ability to cooperate with God at a whole greater level. That's and right. I don't know about you, but I want, I want to be so useful to God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. 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 You know, with kids, um, when, when, when our children were young and you began teaching them responsibilities in the home uh-huh. and maybe you have dinner around the dinner table and you're going to clean off the table to do the dishes and things. When, when children are really young, you don't hand them something of great value to carry to the sink, right? You give them the plastic cup or you give them, you know, maybe a spoon or something small to carry. You don't hand them the china platter, right? But as they grow, you start giving them things that have a lot of value attached to them. It's the same thing with spiritual things that God can put things in our, if we could say this, into our, into our doing, the hands of faith of our doing, uh, of, of greater value, greater weight whenever we are growing up because he knows that we can handle it when we're developed. And so, uh, we must grow so that we can enjoy more of what God made ours. I don't know about you, but I don't want to leave anything God provided unclaimed just because I didn't develop enough to lay hold of it. Amen. Um, I want us to also, let's look real quickly. We've gone over this in the past several episodes, but it's so important to us. Romans chapter 12, Mm -hmm. verses one and two. This is part of growing up and developing our spiritual life. Now, um, if our faith is not growing mm-hmm. or, or developing, growing stronger, mm-hmm. our spiritual life isn't developing That's and right. growing stronger yeah. because we conduct business with heaven on the basis of faith. Yes. Um, to have a strong growing faith, we have to do what Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells us. Yes. I, it reads, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service or your spiritual worship is what the Amplified says. Mm-hmm. Meaning that we do not allow our bodies to take the lead. It's a spirit. It's a living sacrifice. That means we put it on the altar to God. Right. We say, God, my body's not leading me. You're leading me. Right. Yes. And you, and he leads us through our spirit. He doesn't lead us through our body. That's right. That's right. And so we have to keep our bodies under. Um, if we don't keep our bodies under the control and the dominion of our own spirit, mm-hmm then what will happen is our bodies will hold us in a carnal state. Right. Right. Amen. Our bodies can run off with our life, taking our life in a yeah. way we don't want it to go. That's That's right. Right. Doing things, going places, we really don't want to end up there. That's right. But an uncontrolled body, that's what it does. Yes. Now, when we develop our spirits as we grow, and we develop our spirits and develop spiritual strength, could I say it this way? Our spirits become a corral. 
to the flesh, not letting it run off anymore. Right. You know, if you have a put a horse in a corral, that means you know where that, that horse is going to be when you go out there. That's yeah. right. Amen. The next time you go out there, he's in that corral. He is fenced off yes. from going wrong places because you open sometimes with a horse that has not been broken, hasn't been trained, um, you can open a gate and they'll just take off running. Mm -hmm. Without restraint, they'll take off running. That's what flesh will do without the word corralling it. Yes. The strong spirit of a man corralling that flesh. The, word, the flesh will just take off. But as we put the word in our spirit and we keep our body under the control, the dominion of our spirit, bringing it in line with the word. That if, the word doesn't, if the word says not do it, we're not doing it. We're corralling that flesh to keep it from running off. This is the behavior. This is the action of someone who's growing up spiritually. That's They're right. keeping their, their flesh in check That's by right. the power and the ability of the word and the Holy Ghost. Amen. We have divine help in doing this. That's this isn't right. by willpower. Right. It's by divine power. Yes. Amen. Amen. So uh, verse number one, Romans, one, Romans 12, verse one, that tells us we have to do something with our bodies. Right. So if we're going to grow up spiritually, we have to pay attention, do yes. something with our body. Right. Uh, verse two says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So notice this, the body has to be dealt with and the mind has to be dealt with. Yes. This is part of what we must do in this spiritual development That's process. Right. 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 That we bring our minds into agreement with the Word of God. Yes. We feed upon the Word of God and we make God's thoughts our thoughts. Yes. You say, well, you know, I was raised to, to think a certain way. Well, that's fine until you find that it's not in agreement with God's, oh, right. God's yes. way of thinking. Yes. A renewed mind means I'm laying down my way of thinking to pick up His way of thinking. Yes. And I'm going to operate out of His way of thinking every day every of my day. life. Yes. What does the word say about this? I'm going to govern my daily life based on what his word says. Yes. That's what spiritual growth involves, yes. spiritual development. Amen. Amen. So we have to understand that. Um, then we see something here. I want us to look real quickly at Hebrews chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. This is an amplified classic translation. It reads, for everyone who continues to feed on milk is obviously inexperienced. Let me read it this way because it would be correct and showing clarity by reading it this way. For everyone who continues to only feed on milk yes. is obviously inexperienced. Right. Meaning they never, they, they're, they're staying a spiritual baby. They're not going on to greater things, right. uh, more substance of the word. Right. The word that puts a demand on them. Right. Right. Many times people don't want a demand put on them. Right. And so they'll, they'll just stay at drinking the milk, the, the part that goes down easy, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. But here it says everyone who continues to, if we could say it's only feed on milk is obviously inexperienced. Look at this, an unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness. They don't know who they are in Christ. Right. They're unskilled at walking in line with who they are, what they have and what they can do because they're in Christ. Right. For he is a mere infant, not, a, not able to talk yet. 
so we can show our spirit. We know our spiritual development by listening to how we're talking. Yeah. How are we talking? Yes. You can tell how old a child is. Even a child you haven't met, if you heard a child on the phone, you could guess their age just by how they talk right. on the phone. Right. Isn't that right? right? Even so, we can listen to our talk. How do, how do we sound? and know where we're at in our spiritual development. Verse 14, but solid food is for full-grown men. Then he tells what full-grown men do. For those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice. Look at those words. So what's that mean? Somebody who has taken charge of their thought life. Someone who governs their thoughts. They do not just let their mind race anywhere. This is part of growing up spiritually. We discipline our thought life. We bring our thoughts in line with what God's word says. We don't allow our thoughts just to think any old thing. We pay attention to our thought life. If it's not in agreement with the word of God, we cast it down. The devil loves to, if I could say this, insert himself into the thinking of those who don't pay attention to their thought life because he's constantly offering suggestions. And if we don't pay attention to our thought life, we'll take on the wrong ways of thinking and open the door to the devil. Life becomes sweeter when we grow up. Life becomes sweeter when we keep our flesh under, when we're taking on God's way of thinking and we're letting our spirit lead us and dominate us. We're feeding our spirit faith food, which is the word of God. Life becomes sweeter. Difficulties become easier because we gain experience at exercising the word in the face of difficulty, of acting on the word in the face of difficulty. It doesn't mean that difficulties leave you alone. It means when you have skill, they don't unsettle you. They don't trouble you. Amen. Ignorance of the word makes life harder. I don't know about you. I don't want my life harder. I'm going to grow up. Amen. Uh, Now let's look at Galatians chapter three, verse 29. Galatians three, verse 29. And we're going to go into chapter four also. Galatians 3 verse 29 says, And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Notice we could read it this way. If you be Christ, you're heirs. You're heirs. You're one with him, meaning this, what belongs to him belongs to you. Everything that is his is yours. The word tells us even as Christ is, so are we in this world. Now look at chapter 4 verse 1. Now I say that the heir... As long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. So even though he possesses everything as an heir, Mm -hmm. until he grows up, he doesn't know how to cooperate, participate, and enjoy all that belongs to him in Christ. So the benefit of growing up is you begin to enjoy at greater degrees what's been yours all along. Amen. Amen. So verse two goes on and says, uh, well, let me read verse one again. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so we, when we were children, he's talking about spiritual babes in Christ. We were in bondage under the elements of the world. So this this passage is a picture of someone who is not maturing and developing spiritually. They're staying a spiritual baby. They're living like a servant when really they're the Lord and master of all, but they're not enjoying that position. 
because they, they're not growing up. Right. So when we don't mature or develop as we ought, notice here, we're held in bondage to the flow that's in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what verse three says. Even yeah. so we, when we were children, we were in bondage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meaning this, the things of the world push us around, yeah. trouble us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they live when they, they live like a servant to these things when they're really master over them. Jesus has made us master, Mm -hmm. but we have to grow up to exercise our mastering to become skillful with our, with our, with our privileges in Christ. So, um, if people don't keep their flesh under, if they don't renew their mind, what happens, the flow of this world will start pushing on them and they'll become a servant to fear become a servant to worry, health problems, financial problems, marriage problems, relationships problems, mental issues that press on them. But when we feed and act on the word and we develop and we say on purpose, I'm going to develop my spiritual life. I'm going to be a doer of the word on purpose. We begin to enjoy the fullness of sonship that was ours all along. Amen. How do we know we're growing up when we quit believing everything we hear from the devil? When we quit being troubled, when fear comes, but we don't care because we're not giving it our attention. We're addressing it and telling it to leave. When opposition comes and circumstances arise, but it won't get our attention, we know we're growing up. Children pay attention to what they shouldn't pay attention to. How do we know that we were invited to more growing because we're getting occupied with things that should not Um, occupy us. Fear, worry, Uh pressures, Uh circumstance, Mm -hmm. opposition, getting too much attention. That's an earmark of childhood. We don't have the experience we need to, so we can gain the experience by being a doer of the word every day, keeping our flesh under, keeping that mind in check, not taking every thought that comes. That's what a spiritual adulthood does. It pays attention. Uh, You know, as a parent, uh, our sons have, they, they have been such a blessing to our life, but they didn't arrive there accidentally. They arrived there on purpose. As parents, we did our part as much as we could. We paid attention. Where are you? What you talking about? Who you with? Where you going? Where you been? Where you, where you plan on going? We paid attention. That's a sign of adulthood. That's what spiritually we're growing up when we're paying attention. What's going on in our thought life? What are we allowing ourselves to say? What are we allowing ourselves to think about someone else? All of this is a sign of spiritual adulthood. Pay attention. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, this is the Amplified Classic translation. It says, but the natural non-spiritual man Mm -hmm. does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are folly, meaningless nonsense to him. And he is incapable of knowing them, of of progressively recognizing, understanding, and becoming better acquainted with them because they are spiritually discerned and estimated and appreciated. An unspiritual man is an unspiritual mind. An unrenewed mind. Yes. Right. He doesn't think like God. Right. We don't want, we want to be spiritual. We yes. want to renew our minds to yes. think like God. Yes, when right. someone doesn't think like God, they struggle with what God offers them. That's yes. so good. Amen. 
we don't want to struggle with right, what God's right. made ours. Right, right. When God tells us, you know, give this amount of money to somebody, we don't want to struggle. Yeah, yeah. If we're struggling, our mind does, we have not renewed our mind to think what the blessing is yes. connected yes. to the obedience yes. of that giving. You see, all of these things, it will cost us if we don't renew our minds when God's trying to bring greater blessing into us, Amen. into our lives. Amen. Amen. Um, when a child lacks skill, um, they don't get to do the same things that others in the house get to do. Right. I'm, you know, my, I have two, uh, there were three older than me in the family. I was the youngest of four. And I remember I had brothers nine and 10 years older than me. My sister was three years older than me. And I remember when my brothers would start to get to go somewhere, I'd say, how come I can't get to go? Well, when you're older, you can. Yes. Right? right? Yes. Uh, they come back from, they would come home from school and they had candy bars <laughs> and they had soda pop. And I go, Where'd they get that? Yeah. <laughs> well, they went to the store. They drove to the store after school and they got that. How come I can't have that? Because you can't drive to the store after school. You know, they got privileges and benefits that they got to enjoy just because they were no longer a child. They could partake of things I couldn't partake of. And man, it was rough watching them partake. <laughs> It was rough watching them get stuff that I couldn't have. Mother said, when you get older. Yeah. Or, I, you know, my thing was I didn't like going to bed at night. And they got to stay up late. How come I got to go to bed and they get to stay up late when you get older? Yeah. Anybody remember those oh, kinds yeah. of, when you get up, when you get to be their age, you can do what, they get to go places. Yeah. They get to do things. They get to have things. They get to have friends over, spend yeah. the night, whatever. They get privileges you don't get when you're young. Amen. Part of our growing up, is also attached to having a pastor. Yes. When we have a pastor, <clears throat> they are a divine help yes. in the spiritual growth and development process yes. that right. God assigns to us. Right. Amen. 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 No Christian be can become spiritually mature and spiritually balanced as they ought without the help of the fivefold ministry. That's yes. right and primarily the pastor yes. because the pastor lives with the sheep. Yes. And we will accelerate our spiritual development and growth whenever we have a pastor standing in front of us, talking to us, yes. teaching us Thank out you. of that word. Yes. Now, <clears throat> you say, well, all I need is Jesus. Well, let's <laughs> qualify that. Yes. Mm -hmm. All you need is Jesus for your salvation. Right, that's right. right. He paid the price yes, for your salvation. Oh, but once you're saved, you need to grow up. That's yes. right. And Jesus has gifts that yes. he's given to help us yes. in the spiritual growth process. Yes. Apostles, prophets, yep. evangelists, pastors, teachers. Yes. They are gifts to us yes. to help our growth and development. Yes. So the more, we the more we sit under the teaching of a pastor, and of these other fivefold offices, we are accelerating. Yes. We're watering our spiritual That's growth. Right. That's Just right. having a pastor doesn't mean we're growing. We have right. to listen. That's right. We have to be a doer yes. of what the pastor says. Amen. 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 
when we come into spiritual maturity, we start thinking like Jesus, yes. talking like Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah, Amen. Right. Amen. Um, let me see. Let's go to Galatians chapter four, verse nine. Galatians chapter four and verse nine. The Amplified Classic Translation. It reads this, uh, now, however, that you have come to be acquainted with and understand and know the true God or rather to be understood and known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and beggarly and worthless elementary things of all religions before Christ came whose slaves you once, you once more want to become? What's he talking about? Well, this passage is letting us know that if we don't keep growing, uh-huh. we will go backwards. Right. That's right. Yeah. Spiritual things, you don't remain in neutral. Right. You don't right. just, if you're not growing, you're not just stopping, uh-huh. you're regressing. Right. You're going backwards. Our safety, God delivered us out of so much. Jesus set us free from so much. And as we came into that freedom and we keep developing spiritually, we get further away from what he delivered us out of. It gets more and more, if I could say this, uh, distance from our lives, right? Because we keep growing and developing away from that place that once bound us. But if we stop growing, we don't just stop and go stationary. We start going backwards. And this is why sometimes many return to what they were once delivered out of. Why is that? Because the devil, no, they quit growing. Mm-hmm. Right. They drifted backwards and were carried back into what they were once. They, they became slaves again of what they were once set free from. Well, I don't know about you. I want to keep growing, keep growing. Well, we're able to come to you today on Jesus, the healer, because brother Copeland and KCM has, Kenneth Copeland Ministries has invited us to come on this channel and share the word with you. Kenneth Copeland Ministries pays for all of this airtime. They gift it to us. It's an amazing gift. And those who are partners with Kenneth Copeland Ministries are helping fund this come into your home. So I ask you, if you're not already a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries, pray about becoming a partner today. And you can go to kcm.org and sign up to be a partner there. But until we see you next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. But many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, October 15th through the 19th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting your miracle.
Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has already made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.